Hello, welcome to Patched. I'm your host, Paul James, and today I'm joined by Jay Parnas. Hi, hello. We're here talking E3 once again, and we're up to Ubisoft this time. Yes. Uh, a much better press conference than Bethesda, and a much better one than EA. I would, I would argue, I think. Oh, yeah. In a green sissy. A much better uh, performance from Ubisoft anyway, compared to what yes. the awful mess last year was, basically. I mean, look, it just didn't drag this year. Like, no, the, it seems like a few of the companies... Microsoft and Bethesda, uh, sorry, Microsoft and Ubisoft specifically, really took notes from what Sony did last year with the. I would even argue trailer, that EA trailer, 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 did that trailer, as trailer. well. Yeah, like they, they didn't drag. Like they, I mean, their sports is their sports, but I mean, at the end of the day, like we say it every year, it is still a div- like it's still a business uh, business thing first and foremost. It is a trade show. Even though they're dropping f bombs more and more often in these press conferences, ah, very very non business. Fuck it, it's the nineties, man. We can do what we want. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we'll kick things off. We're just going in alphabetical order here, so there's, we're going to be all over the shop when it comes to the order and the sequence of how this So we're going to start with out. Zumba. Um, so Assassin's Creed. Or Assassin's Creed Egypt <laughs> Origins. Yeah. Um, they showed off a gameplay uh, chunk there. Most of it was uh, Microsoft yesterday. Uh, we said that we'd talk a little bit more about it there. So what did you actually make of what you saw specifically yesterday? From um, I couldn't tell. They were playing it on a screen with such glare that I couldn't... Oh. <laughs> That's true. Look, so what we saw at Microsoft yesterday was... I was really quite impressed with this. It, no, it looks good. It looks, there was, it looks nice. There was a great Breath of the Wild moment where you jumped off a tree and, like, slow-mo arrow yeah. to face. No, that, was, was, that was really cool. And then they had gameplay today, and for some reason Ubisoft decided they were going to cross to Egypt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where but, someone's playing it on a teeny tiny little monitor. Yeah, it was some, like... shit ton of Some back room where... Like, it was real rough. Like, real rough. I don't know whose idea that was, but man, they're looking for work right now, I'll bet. Yeah. Like, it was... Yeah, no, no. It, yeah, like, you could not see what was going on at all. Um, it, it was really, really quite dumb. But the game itself is looking quite good. I, I'm really, really happy. I'm glad they took their year off. I'm hopeful that this... I'm still not convinced. You're not a big Assassin's Creed fan. I mean, I really enjoyed two. And yeah. the sequel Which is to what two, most people did. not three, the, the like yeah, Brotherhood. Yeah, like those two were great. Revelations um, wasn't. No, it wasn't. Uh, but I. But, Four, but man, did I buy it? See, did, uh, for didn't me, buy Black Flag. I mean, I think most people, most people who've played played a fair chunk of Assassin's Creed will will put not necessarily in this specific order, but uh, two Brotherhood, Black Flag, and then the most recent one, Syndicate. Syndicate, yeah. Um, kind of put them up in the top bracket there. Like that's where it's at and then when they there. lost the sci-fi present day stuff I kind of stopped caring because yeah. I, I actually was no, quite interested in that what for now yeah it's like okay well why am I playing an assassin in the past like what motivation do I have am I just like is, is it, it just a story like, and, and if it's just a story the then what's the like, point uh, yeah but I mean we play plenty of other games that don't have never had these yeah, but what's, settings like set in the past and yeah, but what's the what's the continuous thread is it killing people no there's not there's not really that continuous thread anymore which so and that's and I think that's they're, why they're probably why I, sort of things I guess that's why I care a little less cause, no fair enough it can I mean it's have, usually a protagonist that you kind of care about with those yeah. yeah and I just like if it's just Mr. No Name kills everybody like yeah see so Syndicate I think people put that up there like it, it acts that sci-fi narrative the um, there's kind of you're wandering out thinking like the Ubisoft offices I think that was Black Flag that they did that uh, yeah and they kind of continued that in a few others oh did they you're still I, wandering in, around um, Unity they definitely did but I think that did they keep it going I'm for really sure it's syndicate yeah. okay um, 
you wander around those offices, you jump in the Animus, and you and then you just jump in. And the, the Fry's story was really like Evie and what's his name Fry mm. um, were really quite interesting. I I like their story, the story that they told, and it didn't connect to the sci-fi rubbish, and I appreciated that. Um, I like the Desmond story. Yeah. Oh, look, I didn't I didn't mind it as well. It got a little weird and wacky at the end of. I mean, it was pretty. It was weird. It was that. Weird, yeah. Like it was always <laughs> that. Like there was that weed thing where they had to lose part of their finger to show that they weren't as, yeah. that they were assassins, and then immediately cut that from future games from two onwards. It's yeah. like, all right, cool, man. We've realised that that's not a thing that we need to do anymore. <laughs> yeah, we could just do this instead of this. Like, yeah. okay, cool, done. Um, anyway, we'll move on from that. I mean, yeah, so it, it looked good. I mean, there's Kopeshes, so that I'm partly sold, um, which is the Egyptian sword for everybody playing at home. Um, the fucking weird curved one. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. Look, it, it, it looks cool. And I like the idea of kind of taking some of that clockwork magic out of it that you kind of had. Where it's like, okay, I've got hidden guns on strings and claws and shit like that. Like, it, it'd be nice to take it to sort of like a pre-alternate history tech, if that makes sense. Like... Just taking it down to its bare bones, I think, will be pretty interesting. Yeah. All right, so let's talk Beyond Good and Evil 2, which... Oh, yeah, all right. People have been clamouring for this for years. There was a really funny tweet that went out by the uh, fake Kazurai PlayStation executive account uh, where he reminded everyone that Beyond Good and Evil 2 has been, uh, has been announced... was announced before... The announcement and release of the Last Guardian, which yeah. we know the Last Guardian story, so it's really amusing that that, that, uh, that he pointed out that little fact. But we saw Beyond Good and Two, uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two, which was their kind of surprise the end. Time, so yeah, big end. Uh, spoilers that happened at the end. It wasn't Splinter Cell. Yeah, no three green lights, but Pigmen. This was really cool. A really abusive Pigmen. Yeah. Well, well uh, I suppose the the monkey had a bit to say as well, but yeah, there was um, there was some words. It's certainly a big change of tone. Um, like the previous Beyond Good and Evil two, and, uh, Beyond Good and Evil, and this is set be- before the original. Yes, Beyond a Good sequel Evil. that's a prequel. Yeah, which seems to be the current trend. Oh, um, fuck it. If you've got more to tell about your story, sure, do it. It not? was it was the original one was certainly more family friendly in terms of the dialogue, in terms of I mean, we don't see any gameplay in this. It's a purely CG trailer. Um, but this has yeah, got a far darker tone far more mature tone um, and then there's plenty of language thrown about yeah um, we were talking before a bit of a fifth element vibe to it yeah, as you, well yeah you were really quite taken by that I yeah I, I, I like that concept um, of you know it's a great movie in my opinion and yeah I like the idea of something like that and I definitely think that if someone was to go out and make a game that was set in a world very similar to a fifth element not necessarily as dark as like a Blade Runner or something like that but definitely kind of akin to that I think that would be really cool and if this is something like that where you've got you know Metropolis is where there's you know traffic in the air going in like three three dimensions I think that could be really cool and you, um, could, you could tell this meant a lot to people at Ubisoft. Like, they, they closed yes. with it, and then they made sure... Like, they wheeled out the whole team. Michelle Ansel was at the top, and he looked like he could have burst into tears at any given moment and there. And nearly did, I and think. Nearly, and nearly did, and yeah. so, so the girl that was up there... I don't recall her name, sorry. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so the girl that was up there with him. So, um, 
I'm thrilled for him. This has clearly been... I mean, people have wanted it. Even though the original Beyond Good and Evil didn't sell very well, there was this hardcore audience that just has adored it. Has it sold well since? Because it has uh, come it to probably, Steam. It's, and pro- stuff. it's probably gotten the, uh, the Psychonauts sort of treatment where because yeah. it got released on absolutely every pa- platform, more than enough people have played it, which is probably why they've ultimately made the decision they have. Yeah. Um, it did get remastered and put on PS3 and 360. Mm-hmm. Um, it has come to Steam, I believe. Yes, it, I've, I've got it in my library somewhere. Cool. Um, so, I guess the time's come where they can maybe Ubisoft can justify it. But it is a very different tone. And who knows? Like The time different. may have already come. Because I, I think they said early... Was it, was it early to mid... Did, oh, they, they did they say? They didn't suggest no? anything date-wise. Didn't they? I know that they... Didn't they, they kept, say 2018? They kept this... No, they... Oh, they really? Okay. say anything. And I, and I think that's and the right what way. What am I thinking be, be really cagey about it. Um, because you don't want... With a game like this, where we've been, people have been waiting for so long, you don't want to set any expectations. Um, yeah, that's true, I suppose. Like, I think... And I think about The Last Guardian, specifically, where uh, they said... You know, they put out the trailer when it finally came back. Um, they go, it's coming out 2017. And then... Uh, got a release date for 2017 and then it fell like it got delayed and it only just squeaked into the end of 2017 I think if if Sony had to roll and go we're so sorry it's coming out 2018 people would have lost their minds yeah it's true um, so I think it's safe to not put anything there yeah uh, and look it's it's interesting to know that that thing could be anything really yeah like sure. who knows it'll ha- if it'll have like you know, the same kind of combat or photography or who knows it could be really anything no, which I, is I interesting I completely agree um, something else that people have been really anticipating going into uh, this particular press conference was Far Cry 5. Yes. Um, this new American setting. We got teased last uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever it was. Um, little vignette snippets of the different uh, different kind of key characters that might be able to help you. And now we saw some game. We got a trailer where they were singing in a church and that was sufficiently creepy. Um, yes. But then we... Most churches are. And- <laughs> I'm going to fuck anyone religious out there. Um, but I then, mean, churches are creepy. It's why they're in horror video games. Yeah, fair enough, I suppose. Um, but then we see, we jump into some gameplay and we see water towers. So we think, oh, okay, maybe we've got some vantage points and those sorts of things again that we might like, to, you know, like the old towers that we would climb. But um, we see, uh, ultimately builds up to, and you'll see it in the, in the footage here, ultimately builds up to a fairly bloody, violent sort of encounter. Um, it actually made me think a lot of the new Ghost Recon game of you know putting Wild people Lands. in in Wildlands, yeah, just putting people in position because um, I mean you basically set up a sniper and you know you give them the the you know take them out command and then you start your gunfight. Like it, it definitely like I mean yes, there's a little bit of sneaking, but it doesn't really look like it's that. Like that real stealth game yeah, that, that three and four were. Yeah, it does seem like you. It's more leveraging, and uh, maybe I mean they talk about online co-op. Um, obviously, you're not gonna have someone controlling the dog boomer who looks awesome, but um, not since Call of Duty. Oh, Jesus, fuck. Uh, let's not talk. Let's Fable. Say about that. Um, but <laughs> maybe when it comes to online co-op you can have someone that's assuming the role of Mad a few of those guys and jumping in the plane and shooting them down and all that sort of stuff or maybe it's just really cleverly done in terms yeah, of yeah who, who knows maybe it's like a real bombastic hey really fuck well everything like here you go you're up here 
fire. Or, I'm, you know, I'm maybe going it's... Bang, 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 dog comes charging through. Yeah. Then all of a sudden... The maybe it's going right. loud rather than going quiet, which it yeah. has been over the last couple of games. Maybe they want to get rid of that. Because, I mean, if you look at something like a, a Blood Dragon, that, that was kind of a going loud but using the same engine, I guess. And that was, that was still quite fun. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe they're using you know the experience that they've had with Wildlands or something like that, and saying, okay, well, you know, maybe this game doesn't necessarily. Maybe, maybe we can give you the more options of well, going in quiet or going in really loud and still being quite successful. Cause what, I, what I am wondering is when are we going to have the moment where someone lights a uh, field of weed on? <laughs> on yeah, where, where's we, the we dub? Where's we the dubstep? Yeah, where is? I mean, look, he's he's hoping they do something cool like that. Maybe it'd be the church. Who knows? And in, close, in case you haven't noticed, with the three or four different screens where it keeps popping up at the end of this trailer, uh, February 27th. So With 20th. three different versions, it looks like? Yeah. yeah. Get your collectors the gold, on. Gold, deluxe, and then the stock standard one. Next thing, and this is how they opened up the press conference. Wasn't this an opening? Um, Didn't this change some opinions? Yeah, so we've known about this Mario and Rabbids game for a little while. Um, we've been... Laughing and scoffing. Yeah, everyone has laughed at it already. Um, and then they showed it. Princess Peach has and never looked so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, they rolled out Mr. Miyamoto to talk about the game Big as sheets. much as he can, given the language barrier there. I mean, you've got a, someone speaking Japanese only, talking to a Frenchman who uh, Yves Gilmore was at, at, out there at the time. It was a bit of a mess. Um, but it, you know what? Like there, there are there have been a, definitely a lot of conferences where it has been a non-English speaker. Yeah, and it, translators. It doesn't. Like, it, it's usually there. not very interesting. But Nintendo or you know, Nintendo affiliates usually always have a way of keeping it interesting. Yeah. Um, whether it be you know, short phrases or you know engaging conversation, that type of stuff, uh, which it, which it was. Like it, it was good to see. Um, the props were a bit much. I think like the prop guns, oh, they're had a bit of probably fun. probably a bit much, but yeah, it was a bit of uh, stupid fun. I mean, it's the, the uh, Ubisoft embraced a little bit of the Nintendo craziness and brought it into the press conference, and I think it was good. One of the bits that really impressed, um, we haven't really spoken too much about the game itself. Yeah, one, I was one of the just bits that really impressed me there is that Yves Gilmore at one point re- uh, took a moment to kind of recognise one of the lead designers of the game who was sitting in the crowd watching, and then Mr Miyamoto had a little bit of a chat to, uh, kind of about him and talked about kind of how proud and impressed he was by what he was doing and you could visibly see that developer in the crowd yeah getting, getting quite really emotional quite emotional it's you know it's quite clear that he had a ton of respect for Miyamoto and to get that sort of praise I mean he's just a, seemed to have made his career like, yeah well I mean he's Miyamoto's a game designer's game designer like yeah. he's and, and that's the thing like Miyamoto himself obviously via his translator said that he, like he told them do not make a platformer just make something, something different, different yeah. yeah. And they definitely yeah, have. Because we're making one. It's called Mario Odyssey. It's coming at the end of the year. Yeah, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't. We're doing this. Um, but it was really cool because it's fucking like Mario XCOM, basically. It's yeah. So it's this tactical top down, but then there's these other like elements. Turn based with like cover and one spot, and then if you want, little Peach Rabbit can run over and get sprung up on his feet and give her extra distance, which then gives her the cover she needs. Which is reach. Her, uh, turn around and fire around the corner. And as I was cool. saying to you, like a lot of those sorts of things, like <clears throat> in some, something like an XCOM or even like a tabletop game, you would be able to have, I think it's like your AP points or something like that, where it's like, okay, you can move this amount of distance and then shoot, or you can move twice as much distance if you don't shoot, some, something like that. And it's kind of, I mean, you're comboing with your existing characters you've got on the field, but it's kind of got a similar, I suppose, result in that you can, okay, if I run over here, hit an enemy, 
and then run back to Mario, I can then get launched over here and then use one of the classic Mario blocks as cover. And then um, I can shoot with Mario and then set him into like a hero mode, which if an enemy moves and I see them, you know, I'll pop a shot at them, which is very much like a, I think it's like over, like Overwatch or something like that, which is not, not the video game, but the mode in tabletop games where you're basically sitting there prepared and it's like if someone comes in you basically open fire you get like priority attack even on their turn so like cool interesting stuff like that if you're interested in your tactics and things like that it which is great because i mean like you were saying at the start of it um you actually mentioned paper mario and stuff like that uh, or even you know superstar saga where they are mario rpgs and this is a different kind of rpg and it's really interesting to see them go this way, and I really think there's a lot of and it scope really that seems they could like have. They put a lot of time and care into it, which I think is really important. Yeah, we, and we've, we've seen other companies take on, and it was really Mario nice to IP. look we at. See, we see Sega doing, um, you know, the Olympics and all that sort of thing. Yeah, and then we see what Ubisoft's done here, and they've they said they've spent like three years on it, probably because they didn't want to release it on the Wii U because they wanted to actually sell copies of the game. Yeah, right. Um, but it really looks. Really looks good. It, it was and a it, stunning could, looking I could, game. I could see. I was watching watching Twitter, my Twitter feed at the time, and I'm visibly seeing this change in perception. Where, uh, people initially scoffing, "Oh, here we go, Mario and Rabbids, blah blah blah." We've had our fun in the last couple of weeks, taking the piss out of it, and then all of a sudden, and it, myself, video of the game hits. Time, going, Hang on a second. This there's looks, something here. Yeah, there, this, this looks. Is, yeah, visually looks good, and then oh, hang on, this. There's some substance to this, and it was it was great. I was definitely uh, like quite. I was I was quite shocked by the gameplay. Like I was just like, oh shit, that's straight up a fucking tactics Mario game. And then thinking about, oh okay, well like, what could that mean in a Mario universe? Like placing down a bullet bill turret as like a an actual turret, or yeah. you know, just crazy stuff like that. I mean that probably is not a lot of possibilities yeah like even for future, for future yeah. yeah for like it could definitely be a spin-off mario series now whether ubisoft makes it or nintendo makes it or whether it has Rabbids square or makes it or who the fuck cares yeah. like it, it's a really interesting like avenue that i guess haven't hasn't really been explored and, and obviously because you know look mario is not running around usually toting a mega man gun but <laughs> i mean who cares it looks kind of interesting and it looks like it'd be a lot of fun and I'm, totally my, I'm especially my hoping for maybe some online multiplayer, something like that. That could That'd be really cool. fun. Um, so I guess here's your Advance Wars, everyone. It took Ubisoft to make it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's coming at the end of August, which is really quite soon. Really close. That's, that's yeah. fantastic. Um, we'll move on, though. So next on our list is... You can do it. Hidden. Uh, the Hidden, a uh, game coming out from TV Ubisoft is, in... The TV is taking a moment here. <laughs> Um, so, well, Pat, there we go, Skull and Bones, which, uh, typical Ubisoft, it managed to leak just a couple minutes before the trailer went up and started popping up in different places, and then, sure enough, a trailer emerges a few minutes later. Um, hey, you like that Sea of Thieves thing? Very Sea of Thieves, only minus the, the humour and the, the... Whimsy. Whimsy, yeah, the whimsy of it. Um, they showed quite a lot of it, so in this they case, did. we've got a... Effectively, we're, like a, a mission's worth, as well as yeah, just showing you how the game looks. And so we're just going to show the trailer in this case, but there's a fairly meaty uh, demo of how the game kind of works. Yeah. It looks very, very. I mean, uh, I think after seeing the success that uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag garnered, Ubisoft had made it fairly clear they were going to explore ideas, and this is where it's funny. Yeah, all those people that said, "Hey, that boat stuff in Black Flag was cool. If you just made a game of that, I'd buy it." 
here's your chance. Yeah. Um, but like I said, minus that kind of whimsy and all that sort of stuff that we're seeing in Sea of Thieves, this is coming out in 2018. Um, far, yeah, that far more, more mature tone than what we're seeing in Sea They of also Thieves. spoke a lot about things like you know, PvP and 5 and 5 and like, like seasons and like a very competitive... Like they, they were using effectively competitive shooter terms yeah. to describe this game, which for me was personally a bit of a turnoff. Um, because it's too seriously for what you, well, it's, what you kind it's of not want. what I'm in for. Like, yeah. if you want to say that, okay, like a Sea of Thieves is you know a massive multiplayer thing that you do need to be online and playing with other people for, but if it's just this, hey, cooperative, let's join up and like pillage Gun, some shit, wonder, and yeah. yeah, whereas this definitely seems like a hey, my fleet is going to be better than your fleet, and I'm going to like. 360 no scope you with a ship cannon yeah. like that's just the feel that I got which was kind of a bit of a turn off for me but it looks really nice it really really looks oh really yeah nice. it, looks, and, it looks sharp and with um, the gameplay they showed there was a lot of strategy to the movements like one no, ship had a battering ram and another ship was like heavily well armoured so like you would you would put the heavily like you would swiftly push the heavily well armoured in between like a bit of a ship fire to sort of take some of the brunt of it and the other one would fire shots and then the other one came in and battering rammed it was it was this really like tight play which was kind of interesting as I well I did certainly notice in this more on the UI side but even ha- like they've ripped a lot of Assassin's Creed for the Black Flag and, and even Rogue um, like a lot of it's just come straight out and been dragged and dropped into it and it worked really well in, in Black Flag but like I'm, you know, I'm seeing that the just from the, the visual aspect of how this thing looks when you're lining up to shoot down the line straight towards an oncoming ship, you're facing it, and you're, I don't know what cannons they are, they're the ones, but the ones that fire straight ahead. Um, you could see... Front, like side, this, cannons? Hey? Front, side? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because well, the ones we've clearly, the we've clearly not been pirates Yeah, before, I... Now. Well... <laughs> clearly not open-water pirates um, Yeah, it's a good point. Um, so... <laughs> But, like, everything, it's smacked of exactly what I've seen and played in Black Flag before. I'm like, okay, cool. It, it yeah, worked. It worked look, well there. If, it ain't, well if it ain't broke, like... Polish it and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, look, there, there's, they hint at some weird, more fantasy elements. I mean, like, there's a bit right at the end of the trailer where a boat emerges from the ocean. It's been ripped into the ocean and then suddenly bursts back out of it. And, like, the... Uh, Maybe a kraken's come through and... Well, you can actually s- you can see the... Oh, did you see? You can see through the through the water that there's an outline of tentacles and all sorts okay, of shit. Okay, yeah, I, mean, I missed that bit in there, should. so I'll have to rewatch that at some point. Yeah, but um, um, that'll be cool. Yeah, who um, knows? Yeah, who, who, like they they could do some cool stuff with that too. Yeah, coming um, 2018, uh, cool new IP. Go for it, Ubisoft. I'm looking forward to see what you got. Yeah, I mean, look, not not for me personally, but it's still it's very interesting. It's yeah, for sure. Um, so, look, they. We're, we're kind of getting towards the end now, but we've got a bit of South Park to get through. The first one we're going to go through is the mobile game. And at first I'm going, what the hell is this? Like, there's a phone swing, and then we recognise the voice. Yeah. Oh, I hang was, on a second. This, yeah. is, this, this feels familiar. So at that point, um, yeah, we're getting a... I don't know, what, what sort of game we just would we call it? Uh, it's like, there's cards in it. Um, I guess they're probably using the combat RPG. from... Yeah, they're probably going to be using Stick the combat truth. from Stick of Truth or even the Fractured but whole, uh, and probably just putting a mobile spin on it, like collecting yeah, there's, cards. There's the and cards and it could it could be fun. Uh, it's something that I'd want to see more of before I potentially 
invest or microtransact or whatever the hell it is they, they, they well that's the thing models, they, they, didn't, they didn't talk about any of that sort they, of stuff they haven't even said hey look this will be free to play and you'll be buying cards they haven't said that this is just a straight up purchase yeah there's there's not much they say it's just it's going to be the, the the usual wild and wacky and stupid South Park humour and it'll probably be good as a result it's coming 2017 so. yeah Though knowing knowing the fact that it's a South Park game, we'll probably get delayed till twenty nineteen or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, just like the the next game, which has been delayed a million times, so we're now on to the fractured, the fractured but whole. Um, where we got a new trailer, we already know the release date that came out a little bit before E three. It didn't really tell us all that much. This this particular trailer. Um, no, I think this was just. Um, I think this was just probably a pulse check saying, "Hey, this still exists." Yeah, we'll see you soon, sort yeah. of thing. Um, it, look, it, it'll be fun. I, I really enjoyed um, The Stick of Truth. Uh, we, myself and Angelica played The Fractured Butthole when we went to RTX beginning of the year. We enjoyed it there, despite the fact that we were very limited in the amount of time we had to play and the choices that we could make. We basically had Ubisoft people breathing down our necks the entirety of the thing. I went to go pick the... I can't there was There was... For some reason, one of the character types wasn't blacked out like Ubisoft had wanted. No, that's the one I naturally had gone to go pick. No, 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 so I need you to pick the. I think I think it was the speedster, the your Barry Allen mm. um, character. Yeah, right. Um, which is a bit of a shame because I would have loved to have seen what that was. But um, you know, the game itself—it's not that far away. It's coming in October. Um, it's going to be funny, I'm sure. Um, it better be. <laughs> like, it's a South Park game, and that's what it's leaning on. I think without that humour, if the jokes fall flat, so will the game. Yeah, I guess. Um, but they managed to make it work last time. They yeah. like, despite the fact that you know the the jokes straight out the gate are going to be dated, just because of oh, how, by nature of how long it's taken. How long it's taken. Um, they made it work last time, so I'm sure they'll make it work this time. So, so yeah, South Park. It's coming October 17th. Um, We've got a couple more things to go through. Provided so, it doesn't get delayed again, of course. Yeah, provided it doesn't get delayed again. We've got four more things that, we want, uh, that we're going to go through. So Yeah, it was a meatier press conference than um, I feel like any of the other sort of lower yeah. tier companies. And despite the leaks, there was surprises still. So Beyond yeah. Good and Evil and... Um, St- Skull, and uh, Skull and Bones, technically. And then this next one's a Starlink, which is a Toys to Life kind Ish. of thing, but yeah. more adult... Yeah, have you seen the last Starfighter? You should check that out. <laughs> if you haven't, you should, I guess. Um, so, it, this, yeah, this is really quite interesting because the, one of the first things we see, and so we see this ship flying through, and then all of a sudden, the first thing we uh, that we saw was actually the the switch control, the the Joy Cons and everything, and yeah. slamming something in in the middle of it. So I, I thought I it was going to be like a, an amiibo style thing where they're going to be like, hey, we've partnered up with Nintendo again to give you this NFC business, but. We're like, quick to go. Oh, yeah, um, that's interesting. Switch exclusive, great. And then, then you start to see the PlayStation Four DualShock, which and is the Xbox One controller. Even more confusing things. because if it's going to bolt onto the middle of it, that's where your joysticks are. Firstly, secondly, like there's no connection of any sort that you can have uh, unless it plugs into the audio jack or some shit. Like potentially, I don't know what's the EXT port there. I don't know what that stands for, but. Otherwise, maybe it comes with like a, the, I don't know. Enough for like we, headphones and shit. Like I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm not exactly sure. Keyboards. But, um, 
yeah, maybe they've made it work in that particular way. Uh, the switch one was certainly the easy one because it looks like they've basically created a little cradle in the middle there that you yeah. done. Yeah, um, who knows what the, this the means. The ships themselves have little opposable bits. I'm not hugely sh- uh, certain that this will be particularly successful. Toys of Life is a thing that's kind of waned in its popularity in the last couple of years. We've yeah. seen the death of uh, Disney Infinity. Skylanders has taken the year off. Uh, Lego is doing okay. But I think it's mostly but, le- because it's the IP that's leveraging. It's bringing they're out doing Simpsons, Marvel, bringing out, yeah, Mar- like they're they're doing all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I just don't know that this, with its more mature tone and being completely new, it's not attached to any IP of any sort, and it's targeting adults, not kids. I guess it really all I'm depends on the price point, I suppose. Mistake. Like, yeah, if it's if it's very expensive, then it's certainly not going to catch because the people that it's aimed at are going to be like. No man, I got fucking bills to pay and shit. I can't afford toys. Yeah, and I can't even say it's for my kids. Yeah, because <sighs> like, from what I can see, it looked like little small, you know, um, definitely choking hazards yeah, style yeah, no, parts. There's, there's bits there that could cause some real problems. Let's move on to this next blockbuster. I was a little bit uh, steep, right? I've been informed by Matt, our incredible editor, that actually steep perform sales wise a little bit better than I was giving it credit for it's shifted over a million units and apparently it's it's got this little hard, hardened community that keeps coming back to it which then explains why Ubisoft brought out this Olymp- uh, winter Olympics themed expansion that's coming at the end of the year um, good on them I suppose hey I sure Steve, Steve doesn't really capture my interest but I mean EA doesn't make extreme sports games anymore so yeah, fucking someone's got yeah, it right I'm- and it's certainly did, not going to be Mario and much, Sonic. Did it have much snowboarding in it? Like, I can see it in this trailer. Did it have much snowboarding in it? Cause I'm pretty, sh- like, pretty sure. On, 1080? <laughs> like, could, this could be the closest we get to 1080? No, it'll be, it'll be serious. It won't be arcadey. Oh, 1080 was... That's, that's a shame. I love 1080. Hey, look, I, um, I love SSX. Like, you're not going to see them, like, flipping the board off and spinning it and catching it and doing triple kick flips with a side of lemon. Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah, fair enough. But I mean, it is what it is. Like it's it's coming December. Um, it's themed around the upcoming Winter Olympics. I'm not even going to try and pronounce the <laughs> the city, the place that it's that it's uh, set in this I year. Catch it. That was a real mouthful. Uh, see if you can work it out. Having watched the trailer in the corner of the screen. Yes. Um, that thing. It was. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. More yeah, steep. More steep. Yeah, if you like steep, I'm, I'm thrilled for the the community that's that's really into it. The next one messed with us a little bit. So it's the uh, Inception. With, <laughs> the video yeah, game with Inception. Um, you, you'll soon see that the world starts warping around and becoming more cu- uh, more like a cube. And but we apparently see has no effect on gameplay. It was not relevant at all. A single thing about it. But um, we see the cars. We see planes. We see uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Basically, there, there's a there's a bit going on. There's yeah. There was uh, cars, bikes, boats, planes. I think they've now, you weren't super Formula One with. The original. So I I Tell got it I got it for free and I still wasn't still didn't enjoy it all that much. <laughs> um, it had like a very Need for Speed story to it about like oh I'm been in prison and redemption and my you know I was part of a gang and you know, I got to destroy a gang. Well, it was me. Sort of. Yeah, I don't like this. Definitely doesn't look like it has any of that. It still might. Um, I don't really know how that situation resolved because I never really finished the crew um it look the crew had some interesting stuff regarding like the vibe I get is it was it was close but not quite yeah look the controls just didn't work for me the the story was kind of throwaway but it uh, throw away in the same way that most of the need for speed ones are 
So it was kind of, yeah, whatever, cool, I'm, I'm down, I guess. Um, it was interesting in terms of the driving across the nation. Like, it was like a miniaturized um, USA. Yeah. So you could, you know, drive from, like, Vegas to Chicago. Yeah, it would so be a much like, smaller, yeah. but, you know, like, all of the sort of major points were there. Um, like, even, like, St. Louis and places like that. Um, and there was, like, challenges along the way that would kind of dynamically pop up. And um, you could do them and earn yourself, like, new gear on the way that you could just sort of auto-equip on the spot as you're driving. Uh, which, all, all that stuff's very neat. I mean, for me, that it just didn't handle like I wanted it to. Um, so, uh, if they nail my, that... My then... initial concern when we're watching this is, oh my god, they're, they're kind of trying to come out at the same time as Need for Speed and Forza 7 and presumably... Gran Turismo. Um, Gran Turismo, we'll, we'll find out, and I guess we're mm. probably about an hour away by the time we're uh, by the time we're recording this. Um, Gran Turismo better be releasing this year. <laughs> yeah, for your draft, good point. Yeah, um, but turns out that it's coming early next year. Yep, um, which I think is the right window for it. because yes. Project Cars Two is also coming. Yes, out, that's right. Um, in that window as well, so there was a lot for it to compete with, and mm-hmm. I think that would have been a real problem for them. Not going to be as much of a problem now. Yeah, um, which is good for them. Yes, it is. Now, we've got one more game that we're going to talk about before we just kind of wrap up this whole press conference. Yep. And it stars Elijah Wood. So, Frodo from Lord of the Rings um, has, is I mean, known. It, yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, he, he was in Sin City, right? Yeah, true. But everyone knows him from Lord of the Rings. Um, sure. This game's called... Tra- oh, they're still very much talking about concepts at this point. But, yeah, I think it was transference or something to that effect. Transference um, from this studio called Spectavision. It's VR. Was that right? Yeah, I think did they. I think they mentioned Gear at one point. So does that mean it's going to be a Gear VR game? I don't. That'd be an interesting decision. Uh, I'd imagine they'll go probably across the board. Broad. Um, um, I did not catch a huge amount of this trailer. Um, you were talking a lot, <laughs> um, but I mean, look, it, it was a very short trailer. It didn't really show. A huge amount of stuff like it was very difficult to tell what was gameplay what was pr what was anything really it, it looks like some level of a psychological experience or yeah, well, a horror they, experience basically what elijah wood's hinting at here is that they've, they've done there's already been a t- they've done a bunch of research on how certain types of vr stuff impacts people emotionally in terms of scares and uh, various other emotions and, it looks and like, I, but i think that's research to make something with ubisoft that may or may not scare the pants off us or but I, I, that's that's the thing I couldn't actually tell because obviously you can see that they're not wearing real VR headsets so no. I, I can't tell if that's actually part of the PR setup type thing or whether it's actually hey this is our pitch or whether this is just you know additional game footage that's going to be in the game hey check me out I'm Elijah Wood playing Elijah Wood inside this VR game yeah I don't like it wasn't really very clear um not to, it's, not to its not to its horror or suspense. Or yeah, not to its so detriment. Much, you are just... completely safe. You are this. You are that. Interestingly, it says it's coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, PC, and then it rattles off the Vive the, Oculus the VR platform. Yeah, there isn't a VR platform for Xbox. No, there's not. What the hell's going on? <laughs> so then maybe maybe it's got the maybe it's still coming Resident Evil Seven. It's like a normal sort of game as well. I mean, traditional game, whatever. Yeah. And, and that's the thing that's that's kind of the circumstance of of the way that they showed that trailer it was okay well yeah, is it away. is it a VR game is it a is it an experience that's talking about VR and then by putting it into VR makes it more immersive I don't 
Yeah, it's a better experience looks, in VR, but you can still play it without. Yeah, again, Resident Evil Seven. Yeah. I would I would use as a milestone for that. So general pulse on Ubisoft across the board. We've you've seen a whole bunch of stuff now that they've shown. I what was it was definitely more engaging than the both the EA and the Bethesda one combined. What are some of the I guess the the big game takeaways from you for you from that conference? Um, for me, it's mostly about Beyond Good and Evil. Assassin's Creed and um, Skull and Bones they're they're the big takeaways I've got there like I could couldn't really care less about the crew I couldn't really care less about Starlink um, and a few of those other ones I mean Mario was interesting was there oh yeah Mario sorry good point Um, and I think that just means that we won't see it or very we'll see a very small piece of it perhaps um, I don't know not very I mean Far Cry I guess is probably the one yeah, if I had one. to pick one, um, I don't know. Look, I'm. I'm you're still not, not. You're still not a big Ubisoft game fan. Not really, uh, no. And it's it's look, it's nothing that they do wrong. It's just that there's just not a lot that they do that really interests me. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't appeal to you. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of I'm I'm well and truly I should say over their formula for open world games. Yeah. Because it's the same, and it's just the same thing injected in every time. Assassin's Creed, Fallout. Oh, sorry, Fallout. Far Cry, yeah, like all, all of them have that same climb a tower, get your you know checkpoints and your side missions and your hunting missions and all that yeah. sort of shit. It's all the same and kind of like I played that a few times already. Um, so you know it's it's it'll be nice to see them do something more interesting. Hopefully, Far Cry is different. It looks sort of it's markedly yeah, yeah, it looks markedly different. Um, so who knows? I don't know. I won't lie, I'm disappointed that uh, Splinter Cell wasn't there, but given what they did with Beyond Good and Evil and Skull and Bones, like, they're busy, they're creating things that interest me, Yeah. Um, how long some of those take, especially Beyond Good and Evil is anyone's guess, um, but they've got a lot going on, they're clearly not just sitting on their hands, they, the thing that I'll always applaud Ubisoft for is they're looking to try things, they're looking to establish Yeah, they're looking IP. to take some risks, um, do some new which, things. You know, not all those things hit the mark. And I think um, that's probably what's good. I think that's probably what interested Nintendo, I guess, because like like Miyamoto said on stage, do something different, and they certainly have. Yeah. And I think and that... it looks cool. Yeah, no, it does. That's, and um, that's probably the most interesting part. Like, I think a lot of these... And, and that's kind of what the problem I have with their open world games is it kind of gets a little stagnant. Same. But but unlike a lot of the other developers, I mean, Bethesda was literally showing the same stuff. Like, they... It, it was more Fallout 4, yeah. more more Doom, more Wolfenstein, more this. Yeah, sure. Like there was no, there was nothing really vastly different that they were trying to really show. Um, and even you could even argue the same about EA, probably minus Anthem, um, which that looked probably cool. That's and a, probably and a way out. And, and a way out. You're right. Um, but again, most of the other stuff was just hey, here's some more of the same sports or we're leveraging Star Wars. Yeah. So. I don't know, look, it, it was it was definitely cool to see them take stuff Risk. in a different direction, yeah. Um, so that's... And even, I mean, look, you can make the argument going the other way that Skull and Bones is just leveraging what they did in Assassin's Creed, but, you know, now this... But that was only a side... That was a portion... It was, it was a massive portion of Black Flag, but... Um, but the the whole progression of it was not like yeah that, for sure the, the, there's, there's the progression so much of it got to build on top to keep people engaged because now the boat thing is the experience because they I mean they they had the same elements in Rogue didn't they yeah but even still it wasn't like a like a significant portion of the game it was oh, it, when I say portion I mean like that's it wasn't what you were investing in you're investing no, in your character it was still you 
climbing around in the islands and finding treasure. Yeah, and, and like now you, don't, now you don't have yeah. that. Now it's fight for survival on the rough seas, yeah, gorgeous and, looking seas. I mean, I still liked. I still prefer the CFDs. CFDs, yeah, because the stylistic thing. No, just uh, look, it, I think like, given the choice, the I think water, if, I, if you, you know, here's two games, gun to your head, pick one, I'd be picking CFDs still at this point. It's got that whimsy aspect you're talking about. I like the visual style more. Cause, I mean, Skull and Bones looks fantastic. It's a very realistic looking thing and we've got lots of realism out there in games. Yeah, you're probably um, a little too gritty for my taste. But I, I don't see at this point any reason why I love Pirates. Yeah, Pirates are great. Um... I don't see any reason why I probably won't consider at least at least consider both. Yeah, um, for sure. I'll certainly get. Um, I'll certainly get. What's his name? The Xbox One. I've just gone blank. Sea of Thieves. I'll certainly get Sea of Thieves, and and then I'll consider the I'm rest. Like I was just here, deer in a headlights. I'm like, <laughs> oh, what's he what do you about? mean? I don't know. Like the thing you were thinking of. Yeah. I can't. Um, look, there's, for me, I am a bit more of a uh, of a Ubisoft game fan. I do agree with the points that a few of those games are giving very same. You climb the tower, blah, 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 blah. Seems like they're shaking that up a bit. We're seeing that in Far Cry. I'm hopeful that, I mean, they didn't show at any point during the Assassin's Creed demo someone climbing up to the top of a place and then staring down and jumping into a big bale of hay. <laughs> yeah, that'd just... kind of suck if you tried that on a pyramid because uh, they go out quite far, yeah. so it'd just be a, a face plant here's into... Your, here's your surface. Yeah. <laughs> I, or I mean... you just jump, slide, lip. Yeah. We didn't see any of that, and that's, that's promising. Skateboarding. Um, yeah. Skateboarding confirmed. Yeah. Tony Hawk confirmed for they're, Assassin's they're, Creed Origins. EA sold the rights to skate to <laughs> Ubisoft, and they're doing Skate 4. Yeah, sure, why not? I'd buy um, it. In Egypt. Yeah. Uh, Ezio as a Tony Hawk pro skater character, I'd, good, I'd buy it. Yeah. Good conference overall. Pretty happy with it. They're doing really cool it things. It was engaging. Even, even if there guys. weren't games that I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be clamoring to pick up. Like, it was still it was still engaging because they didn't... Like, none of the games... Again, Skull and Bones for me a little bit, but none of the games really overstayed their welcome. They were just like, okay, here's the thing. Um, again, Skull and Bones was just mainly because they they were showing off what it is, they were showing off the design for it, and they're like, and cool, now we're going to show you a full game of it, which, or like a, a yeah, portion, portion of the game. It. Yeah, which, I mean, look, that, that stretched a while. Which, and that's the, that's the approach they took with uh, For Honor in the past as well. Yeah, which they, like, if they're trying to do something very, again, markedly different from mostly anything they've done before it makes sense yeah especially if you're going to make it multiplayer like you've got to be like here's how we're going to create a fan base it's going to be like yeah here's you've got to give people a fairly good representation of what the experience is going to be like yeah exactly when you're buying that game you're buying to invest in it for a while correct correct Um, so I guess that is Ubisoft now in a nutshell we're all done with that we've got one more press conference in terms of the actual press conferences we've got Nintendo still to come down the track um but we've got one more press conference. Is that even Sony. still technically a press that conference? Is, no, they're calling it a... Direct? Di- yeah, it's not a direct this year. It's a digital presentation or something to that effect. Oh, okay. Um, we've got Sony to go. That is a bit over an hour away as of when we record this. Man, the hype's getting real. Um, but that, that is Ubisoft. It'll be a thing. It'll be, it'll be an awesome <laughs> thing. Um, make sure to please visit player2.net.au for all the awesome written content there are reviews and um, impressions and summaries of everything you've seen at E3 uh, and a bunch more presumably it's all starting to go up news posts etc etc please like share and subscribe to this channel where we could really do with your support it's awesome we're trying yes. to, we're trying to cover everything E3 and help you, us win E3 we'll beat EA no, we'll beat Bethesda yeah dog at the mate. very least Mate, pass me my phone so I can phone it in. 
I'll give you mine. I don't know where yours is. Um, please like, share, and subscribe. Uh, Paul James P two on Twitter. Player two AU on Twitter. He doesn't do the Twitterverse. No. Um, but that's fine. Jay. Uh, I'm too look, angry for the internet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but otherwise, thank you very much for watching. We'll see you tomorrow for PlayStation. Enjoy what's left of E3. Yeah, who the fuck knows? Let's do it.